Ooh. <laughs> 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 the Gold Coast's 92.5 Triple M Gold. With another Flan, Alley and Spider podcast. Oh, no, just right. run through Were what's you... on it before Ellie starts going off. Were you recording there now? Because don't worry, I'll fill everyone in. I won't say where. I'm fired up. First, we're going to find out what's on the potty, and then we're going to find out what B is in which bonnet. And I tell you, when Ali gets this look in her face, (laughs) oh, I love it. Yes. Someone's in trouble. I've been on the receiving end of that. (laughs) Don't worry. Did you deserve it, though? No. Yes and no. You did. Oh, please. (laughs) What's on the potty? Serenity, Byron Bay's original hippie. Look, if you live in a commune, I can tell you that Valentine's Day is a very busy day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Big day yesterday for you, uh, Ali, and a proud moment, a proud sister moment. I was very proud of my big brother, yes. Made you cry. Uh, And Spider, you took us through some fairly amazing Taylor Swift maths, a bit of spider maths on Tay-Tay. I don't know why I care about Tay-Tay. Yep. We love the, uh, the, the statistics are mind blowing. Yeah. Please stick around for them. Uh, the principal of Kebra Park High School was on the show, Adam Brandis, because we're associated with uh, the NRL program. That's am I right. right? Yeah. And the NRL kicks off this very day. Actually, there's a trial match tonight. The uh, Dolphins take on the Titans on Sunday, and uh, the Indigenous game against the Maoris, the Maoris, yep. is on Friday night. Love okay, that, that's right. all we need to know. Don't oh, worry hang on, no, 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 come on, I want to hear to go. To heat or not to heat as well. Oh, yeah, that yeah, will yeah. be on the podcast. Oh, Cold Tucker will send the phones off. Okay, Tucker. Oh yeah, yeah. What are you going off about, Ellie? Well, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> I have received right. an email. Mm-hmm. Don't mention. From, I'm not mentioning where a fitness facility oh, yep. no. that I've recently joined along with, and I've also joined up my 17 year old daughter. Right. So is I'm that paying. Yes, paying double gym fees, obviously, yeah. as you do for your kids. Sure. Now, she doesn't turn 18 till July. So, obviously, you have to go through all this, you know, extra paperwork because she's not 18. Hmm. I've got to sign all of this stuff, right? Which is fine, you know. But you've been through the rigmarole. Yes, yeah. been through. And that's all good. No problemo. And at the time, the uh, guy who signed me up, who is Really lovely. Mm. I, I won't t- say his name, but really, really lovely. And he said in no uncertain terms, look, you can have a 24-hour pass, but we can't give Josie one because she's under 18. Fair enough. Okay. But also in no uncertain terms, obviously she can accompany you. Sure. Okay. But they don't want minors the in issue? there on their Where's own. Where's the issue? So here's the issue, okay. So on Sunday morning just gone, um, because she can swipe in with her own tag at staffed times, yeah. which I think starts maybe at 7 a.m., on a Sunday, or 8 a.m. I think it is. So we went at quarter to seven. So on a Sunday morning? On a Sunday morning. So, of course. Well, first of all. Brilliant. So we went in. Obviously, I had my card. She just came in with me, obviously. And so I've just received this email. It has come to our attention that during your visit to beep on the uh, at 6.43 a.m., on the 11th of the 2nd, your swipe allowed the access of more than one person. Oh. Blah, 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 right? Goes on to say that safety of all this. I'm fine with that. It's fair enough. They've got a policy. You don't want people yeah. tailgating. No, just wandering they, on in. They call it tailgating. Our front door sensors and CCTV system alert us each time this occurs. Strict tailgating policy, yada, 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 right? Mm. So it says since this is your first infringe, so they don't ask me, hey, Al, is there an explanation for this? Mm. Well, she's got a membership. That's exactly right, which I'm paying for. Since this is your first infringement that we have been alerted to, we will be issuing a $25 fee to your account for this instance. 
Oh, well, that's so kind of you. Any subsequent breaches will incur a $100 fine. Oh, Nick, oh, per, Jack. Pa- per patron that you grant access to. Oh, sorry for letting my daughter in that I'm paying for a membership. Unbelievable. I'm so filthy at this. It's like, why don't you just contact so, me? Someone give me a call from yeah. the gym, pick up the phone yeah. and say, hey, just checking, you know. I mean, if they even Was look- this the idea because her swiper wouldn't have worked because it was after hours? That's She's not allowed her own after hours. Yeah. Okay, swiper, but she's still. I, I applaud that they don't allow kids yeah, in there. But she's still allowed to go after hours with you. 100% because I'm her mum, her guardian. Okay. Yes, she can come so mm. long as she's with me. But her me. swiper doesn't work and that's why you've tailgated yeah. to get the $25. Right. How yeah. can a gym Fine you. Are they police? Well, they just they add it to my right. account. They don't. I don't believe this is fair or right. Mm. And also, it's not tailgating. It's slipstreaming. So get it right. Mm. <laughs> you know, the thing I like about it is lucky it wasn't on a public holiday because it would be double demerits. Yeah, oh, would exactly. too. Then you'd lose your licence. Yeah, I've got to do like 200 push-ups <laughs> instead. What are you going to say to them? Yeah, why would it well, be a money penalty when it could be don't, exercise? Don't, Look, don't you catch hard. more flies with honey. That, that's it. So I, I will be absolutely... Letting them know that I'm really disappointed that they've just or mixed, because the thing is, can you type an email, please? Yes, one hundred percent. Shouty Can we help write it? Yeah, <laughs> please take yeah, them on the slipstreaming exactly. issue. It's important to me. Yes, exactly. No. Well, I can tell you what will be the second email will be very will be vastly different yes. to the first one if so, I don't get my way. So you're in trouble, and you've been there for what a week? <laughs> yeah. You are the trouble. only person to get kicked out of a gym in a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I should be. I should be thanking them. Yeah. From your visits, though, mm. you're looking good. Oh, Al! Yeah. I've done one Zumba class and one early Sunday morning one, which I've been don't fined annoy them. for because I was so putrid. Yeah, you're better off going out for breakfast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, they probably stick actually. They probably actually saw me training and they're going, "Let's get rid of her." No way. <laughs> and Al, that was sexual harassment. Was it? Yes, it was. Well, you're not I allowed to comment it. on anyone's appearance in a workplace, mate. No, no, that's I'm if sorry, you comment on their dress. No, I do that every day. All I've yeah, I know you do. <laughs> no, you can't say, oh, you look nice. No, you're looking good. Listen, but when, I'm what, happy what happens if you're not? I'm what happens if you're lying? <laughs> yeah, true. Al. Which is what everyone does to me. <laughs> you, what you've just done is so much worse than what Al's. Thank you for the compliment, Al. Yeah, no worries. Anyone can comment on my appearance anytime. I say bring it. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. Uh-huh. All right. No, no. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I'm happy for it. Hey, you do the crime, you do the time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's... But in this instance, with this gym, I didn't do the crime. So I ain't doing the fire. I want to follow this doing one. The I, want to hear, I want to hear the next email from them to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Mm. Here it is, the Flannelly and Spider podcast. We oh, hang on. Good morning oh, to Byron so Bay's good. original hippie Serenity Safe Harbor. Transitioning and yeah. Thank you, Peter Spider, for the dimming and the simming of the lights. Yeah. Oh. A blessing on you and all the dependents you claim on your tax return of vous. Mm. <laughs> My adopted Rainbow Province name is Serenity Safe Harbor, but was not ever thus. Once I was the toast of Townsville Truck Stop Valentine's Day Love Glove Spectacular. Mm. And back then my name was Frekinacia Bunghole. Mm. What? I hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day. Yes. I live in a commune, as you know, where free love is a way of life. So you can imagine how many Valentines one has to deal with on Valentine's Day in a commune. We must spend time with all of our lovers, Ooh. all of our significant others, and all their boyfriends and girlfriends, so that Valentine's Day ends up taking about two weeks. <laughs> so fun. Valentine's Day is very big in my commune, as I said. It's a commune-come-health retreat known as Shangri-La Das. 
<laughs> Ali, we haven't seen you in a ever. Mm. At Shangri-La Das, Valentine's Day is bigger than Christmas Day, Peter Spider. Really? Yesterday I received 78 presents. Oh! Not all of them good, no. I got a handmade clarinet from my friend Miles Davis. <laughs> mm, don't get too excited, it's made from two Pringle tubes and a six-inch length of second-hand garden hose. And boy, was my friend Snoop Fogg disappointed when his <laughs> six inches went walking. Yes. And Harold Horny Goatweed gave me a rather dubious, smelly boogie board cover with a card that said, don't travel internationally. <laughs> and uh, Chamomile High Clubella gave me a framed photo of Barnaby Joyce just after he came a gutser off the plant. Oh, above, that's good. Which I treasure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do something really special yesterday morning. Um, if you'll indulge me in letting me have a bit of a personal proud sister moment. So I've got three brothers. Don't look at me like that, Flan, because I know uh, he's going to make me cry. Okay. So I've got three brothers um, and my eldest brother, Nick, he actually, for most of his working life, has been in banking. Uh, But he he always dreamt of having, uh, being a pilot, being involved in aviation. So he's pivoted and he's actually gone to uni and studied a Bachelor of Aviation. How, How many years is that? Um, I don't know. That's Three or four? Hard. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Make yeah. Up four. Well, look, he, I will say, <laughs> Flan, it's a good question because he has been going along this aviation journey for quite some time. He's done all of the theory as well for his actual commercial pilot's licence. He hasn't done all the actual practical flying. But he's pivoted and because he's 54. Wow. He's, he specialised with this Bachelor of Aviation in management. So now he can kind of work in the behind-the-scenes stuff at the airport, organised ground staff, you know, logistics of flights yeah, and all that sort of They could have done with stuff. him in Sydney the other day. <laughs> Two people <laughs> yes. called in sick and delayed all the flights. That's oh, right. Imagine, I just can't even imagine having a job like that. But anyway, we all, uh, my mum the penguin, my other brother, his partner, oh. my niece, we all got to be at Toowoomba yesterday morning. Everybody went up. To watch him graduate and it was just, I was actually really emotional. I just thought what an achievement. Yeah. And what was really beautiful was um, there were so many other, I guess, people in the, 40s plus as yeah, well. The older obviously, Yeah, obviously all the 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds as well. But I honestly, I was emotional for everyone. I'm so, it's just hard to keep it together. You know, you had this mum yelling out for her daughter, that's my daughter. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I just spent the whole morning. Did you yell crying. out for your brother? Or? Of course I did. That's good. Well, like, woo! Gave him a massive wolf whistle. Like it was just I'm really so proud of him and he held it together. You know what like I mean? Like you aren't until, right now. Exactly. <laughs> until, you know, because they're so nervous you've got to walk across the stage in front of everyone and there were lots of um But they're past. They know they're not failing. They're past, exactly. Yeah, but, like for me, I'd be <sighs> nervous and crying because I think I'm about to fail. <laughs> yeah, as I would be if I was a passenger on your plane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was just, just so delightful and yeah. you just... You can feel, and the girl that gave the valedictorian speech was just, she spoke about her, um, how she went straight out of school and started uni seven months in and then it just, she she wasn't ready for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she went through all of these struggles and left for a few years and came back and she's now done her degree mm. and you're just there going, oh, my God, this is all. <laughs> so, so that's probably for a, everyone. Probably yeah. a good age to do it because you still got, you know, we are talking about it yesterday, you're still going to have, you know, 
10, 15, 20 years in the industry. Absolutely. I think it'll extend your working life because you're doing something you've chosen and love. Yep. Yeah, you know, and you can push into it for a little bit further than retirement age. Yeah, well, look, my mum, she's 76. She's still working full time. God, love the and, penguin. Yeah, and there's a lady at her work uh, who is a solicitor. She's, I think, 78 you and still what? working. So It's brave to pivot, though, at that yes. late you know, in life like that. I mean, not 54 is not late. Well, but it kind oh, of is, it is. Al. It's on the downhill. And it's daunting. <sighs> and you know what? To you be honest, even, I've only been in radio seven years. I'm nearly 50. Like I was, when I was hanging around the halls uh, at Triple M in Brisbane and learning the panel and learning radio, mm. it was really daunting because most of the other people doing it were in their 20s. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's quite humbling and it is brave, Al. And actually, you know what? Well, what would you, if you had the choice to have a pivot and maybe go and mm. study or have a career change, what would you do? I'd do pilot. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon you'd be good, actually. You're very you just good said you pressure. went up on my plane. No, that's because you said you failed. <laughs> You'd leave on time. If you passed the course, I'd get on, on your time. plane. And I'd leave on time. And if it's only half full, I don't care. All right, hang on. Reciprocated. <laughs> would you get on Flan's plane if no, he was No, 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 no I wouldn't get on Flan's plane. <laughs> he loves waiting. What would you do? Oh, well, actually, to be honest, I've always wanted to be a musician, so I'd go that way. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, but if I had to study something, I reckon I'd like to do counselling. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You would be so emotional I, in there. I'd like mm. to listen to people's problems and then go home and cry all night. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a happy life. Well, and you know what? If I was going to pivot, I would actually really love to be a writer. I yeah. really love writing and yeah. I don't get to do it enough. And so that's what I would pivot to. But why don't we ask the Triple M Gold family? Yes. 1300 925 I would love to know. Have you had a late career change or... Well, what are you thinking about? Yeah. Which way are you going to go? Love to hear from you. It's funny, isn't it? I, I, I don't even know one of her songs. Oh, I, I could not... Yeah, but... That's the one she wrote about Barnaby Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is funny. Like... This bit here, I'll this. Getting back together. Oh, my God, it's exhausting. It's, it's amazing, though, isn't it? Because, yes. like you know... Ever. You know, in Melbourne at the moment. And, you know, I found it fascinating that she sold her private jet for $65 million and oh. then uh, brought another one for $65 million because right? then it, no one knew which one it was, so they couldn't track it. She was fear of um, people tracking the, the plane. Talking about Taylor all. Swift, by the way. Just yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah, Tay, yeah Taylor Tay, Swift. Yeah. And uh, so, she, yeah, but how's this? So she brought another one for $65 million. For her to earn that $65 million, uh, she's got to do five concerts. Because she earns thirteen million dollars a concert, Good so God. concerts go for about three hours. It works out she's on around about one thousand two hundred and sixty dollars per second. Oh, oh, serious? That's it. And you know, people are saying, and there was an article the other day. And sorry about reading up about Taylor Swift. I am so out no, of my she's eyes. a phenomenon. Yeah. Um, it's fair enough. But interesting, if everybody that registered or went in the ballot for a ticket for Taylor Swift concerts. If she gave everybody a ticket, she'd have to play in a stadium every day for 35 years. Wow. Oh, wow. Wee. Unbelievable. So, again, this last week for Palm of the Week, I did, I did some research on what she earns. It was, it's $2 billion she earned last year, right? So she's become a billionaire on her own bat. Um, but there are 19 countries in the world that earn less money per year than Taylor Swift. 19 of That's them. Impressive. And every single world leader from every major nation around the world, because of the economic benefit of having a Taylor Swift concert in your country, every single world leader has invited her to come play there. They're all after her. It's wow. the biggest and, thing in the world. Well, she's got something like, I think it's $69 billion 
downloads on Spotify. Good God. 20. She would have made 20 bucks from that. <laughs> yes. Well, how many has Sugar Game got? <laughs> Your not, band. Not, Nearly 800 or not, something. Yeah. Well done, Claire. <laughs> That's 8,000. You're far going up. Just 800. <laughs> exactly. 27 billion downloads on YouTube. Wow. Um, she's broken 58 Guinness World Records. Wow. She's also one of the most charitable celebrities, which is lovely. And, look, my favourite fact, guess what her middle name is? Oh, and no, is her real name Taylor is, Swift? Is yes. Okay, no, I reckon it will be. Starts with A. Oh, no. It's a hint. Is it? I was going to say. Is. is. it? Allison. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just thought yeah. I'd add that in there. <laughs> Triple well, M Gold Breakfast. She kicks off her concerts Friday night in Melbourne. It's going to be massive and then to Sydney, so. And you, well, you're not flying to Melbourne because all the flights are so expensive. I hate Taylor. Oh, come on. <laughs> Well, we've been associated for several years now with uh, the Kebra Park School, with the Kebra Park Rugby League Academy. It is unbelievable. They've produced some unbelievable players as well. Adam Brandis, the principal of the Kebra Park School, joins us right now. Adam, can I ask you straight out, why do you guys continue to produce such extreme athletes? I just think um, the focus that we have on that, not only them as an athlete, but the all of them as students and young men and women first. And I think our holistic approach to um, to building them as a person first and then looking after their athletic ability second, I think that's a really good way of looking at things because at the end of the day, we're dealing with students and young men and women who are anywhere between 12 and 18 years of age. And I think we've got to remember that um, and all the pressures that being a, that comes with being a teenager in life um, in 2024, um, also plays a big part in it as well. Absolutely. Well, you're absolutely nailing it. It's an astonishing number of players that Kiba Park have produced uh, in the NRL. 57, I counted on Wikipedia. I was wondering, <laughs> do, would there be any other schools in the, in Australia that would compare to that number? I was trying to think of no, some of the Sydney schools never. that have produced. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, I don't think there'd be many up, up that at that number, no. um, yes, it, it is pretty um, astonishing. And, um, and our girls' program here won't, when the NRLW continues to blossom and grow and more numbers, our girls won't be too far behind because yep. I know I think about 15 of them ended up with NRLW contracts at the end of last year. Um, the mo- Most of our top 25 boys ended up with NRL contracts as well. Gee, so place to be. I think that's... Yeah, I think that's really important as well. It's we're looking at um, giving them a really good professional pathway, or even semi-professional pathways. You know, those those kids who end up going into the Q Cup system um, as well. So yeah, it gives them a really good opportunity. I think that's really important that we look at where they are exiting after after Kiba Park as well. Would you ever take on a nearly 50-year-old uh, female player that always dreamt of having a professional sporting career and <laughs> ah. still thinks that <laughs> well, still like, got it? Well, they do play under 18, so maybe oh, that, might, maybe be, that okay. might be of an issue. Yeah. Wow, that was hurtful. <laughs> that it. was really hurtful. <laughs> we are, we're really proud to have an association with you guys because, um, yeah, as you say, education, growing up as a person, the sport, but when you produced 50 NRL Super League, Super Rugby players, nine state of origin, 27 internationals, three national titles, the list goes on and on and on and on. But I think one of the best things is all those people that you, all those sporting stars that you've produced, love to come back and give back to the school. 
Yeah, they do, and we have a, a good association with our uh, alumni, and and they're very proud of being Kiber Park State High School students as well. And we get national recognition. There's, there wouldn't be many NRL games uh, that end up on TV where there's not a ex Kiber student running around, and um, I think that's really good credit to our school Absolutely. and our coaching staff and our students and our families and all of our supporters. So it's great. It's great to see, and it's great to continue. And Brandis, the principal of Kiber Park School, which uh, do a magnificent job in the women and also the men's rugby league academy. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Okay, you don't have to go. All- <laughs> I did. I'm declaring you disgusting. Well, yes, because. Of what you revealed at 5 a.m. Well, I'm, I wasn't disgusting. What happened was yesterday morning I was closet eating a piece of pizza for breakfast, right? Uh-huh. Stuffing it in. Yeah, well, yes. And because I <laughs> – <and>, hands. <laughs> delicately. <laughs> well, I worked from Toowoomba yesterday morning, as you know, and I didn't want those people to see me eating pizza for breakfast. So I waited until I got back at That's 9 no a.m. And I had to speed closet eat. Okay, so okay. I ate the pizza cold. Uh-huh. And Spider thinks that's totally oh, disgusting. No. Which cold is... pizza's the greatest. Yes. Would you serious? Take some chilli flakes and put it on top as well. No, oh, you've got yes. to heat it up. No. Okay, would you eat a cold pie? You bet I would. Would you? <laughs> but I, I, I'd probably eat a plastic bag full of sausages that I found on a railway line, so maybe I'm not the one to judge. You know oh. what I love then oh. is you go, would you eat a cold, and before you even said pie, Flans <laughs> started going, you <laughs> Well, we did throw it out to the uh, the Triple M family earlier on this morning about what do you eat cold that pretty much no one else does. Good morning, Steve-O in Bigger Waters. What do you How's eat cold? Good, thank you, big buddy. Nothing. Nothing. Cold's going to be cold. Hot's going to be hot. Absolutely. We're with you. Like, Mm. I don't know who would eat a a cold pie, like the day after a cold pie or a cold sausage roll. Be terrible. I used to go fishing with a young brother-in-law. He's passed on now, Dave, and he's like, just bring some pizza. And I'm like, how are you going to heat it up? And he goes, what, you haven't had cold pizza, man? And I'm like, (laughs) what the hell are you talking about, cold pizza? I'm not eating out the fridge. You mad? (laughs) I'm Italian, mate. I'm Italian. We eat hot. Hot stuff's hot and cold stuff's cold. Hey, can I give you a hot tip, Steve? And I don't know whether you've done this. I did this just the other day. I um with leftover spag bog and the actual spaghetti as well. Oh, chop it all it. up, chuck a bit of butter in the frying pan, toast it up. It's oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Pretty Aussie, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. Can I ask you one more though? Yeah. Would you heat up sushi? Oh. <laughs> I have never touched a bit of sushi in my life because I read in the paper it had salmonella all over it one day. I heard. <laughs> no, well, salmonella. I wouldn't heat it cold or hot. <laughs> all right. Well, that's pure speculation. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. I'm actually getting it for lunch, so I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Howard in Helensville. Morning, Howard. What do Morning. you eat cold? Pretty much everything. <laughs> Are you, okay. So you're eating a cold pie or a cold sausage roll, no stress? Yeah, I take them to work. I've uh, family pie at night time and then Ooh. the leftovers take to work. What's your absolute favourite, you know, like should be hot food that you eat cold? Come on. Uh, I like cold pizza. Yeah, 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 cold right. pizza, yeah. Okay. All right, there All you right. go. You found your pie eater. Yep. Your now, cold pie Howard. eater. Howard. Hey, before Howard. you go, Howard, I have to ask, would you eat warm sushi? <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat sushi full stop. Oh, there you go. Another one. Okay. <laughs> 
Look, I love sushi, I just want to say. So do I. I'm having it for lunch, as I said. I can't wait. I haven't had it for weeks. Good morning, James. In Arundel, come on, big buddy. What do you eat cold that no one else does? Oh, look, nothing better than the Friday night Barbie sausage, Ooh. onion, and next day you just put it on a bit of bread and eat it. That's beautiful. Oh, delicious. And you have it cold? Cold? Yes, cold. Yes, cold, oh, yeah. Mm. Are, your onion, cold. are your onions cooked in beer or Coke or anything? Um, Lemonade. Okay. Oh, lemonade. Yeah. Lemonade what? is just beautiful because it's just nice and sweet. Yeah, caramelized. Okay. So oh. delicious. Absolutely. Look, yeah. I, I am with you. No I, way. I, Not I, a no, listen, sausage. Sausage fat, though. The so- oh. I actually, I actually, <laughs> within the last week, I grabbed my mate Carlo. He started making his own sausages, cooked one up the day before. The next day I was like, oh, I need a bit of sausage. <laughs> I mean, normally I'm more partial to a hot sausage, but, you know, oh, right. I, okay, there you I couldn't help myself. I, I used to make my own sausages. Um, sure. I used to make um, cauliflower and cheese. Oh. And chicken. Really? And chicken. Is oh, it no. yum? Can I ask, is it hard to make a good sausage? No, no, I've been making it for about 38 years, so it's 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 all, all what you put in, you know. Mm, I, I mean, 80, 80, so it's 80 good meat and 20 fat, and that's pretty much it. 80, Delicious. 20. Would you say your sausages are more on the firm side or a bit softer? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Moist. 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 moist sausage. <laughs> okay, we're out, Nothing. James. Right on, mate. <laughs> Please, no worries. Thank you, James. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, bye.